the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. That's from a Jewish marriage. Jesus is our bridegroom. We're his bride. Right now, he's preparing a place for us in his father's house. And one day, he will come again for us and take us to his father's house, that where he is, there we may be also. Isn't that wonderful news? Think back to the day before your wedding. Can you remember those frantic last-minute preparations? Maybe even the panic as you try to make sure everything is perfect. Think, too, about the joy and anticipation you felt as you waited to make your vows. I love picturing Jesus preparing a place for His bride, the church. He's getting everything ready, and He is filled with anticipation of becoming one with His bride. In today's message, Pastor Dan is going to show us the heart of Jesus through the traditional Jewish wedding. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Matthew chapter 1, for today's edition of Ring of Truth. Matthew chapter 1, if you want to turn there in your Bible. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. But while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you Mary, your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit, and she will bring forth a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord commanded him and took to him his wife and did not know her till she had brought forth her firstborn son, And he called his name Jesus. And Lord, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for the gospel of Matthew, Lord. We thank you for just familiar verses. And Lord, we pray and ask that your Holy Spirit would be our teacher today. We ask, Lord, that your spirit would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts 
to your word in a, in a fresh way today. I ask, Lord, that your spirit would be upon me to teach your word. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So we began our study of the Gospel of Matthew. And remember, Matthew writes this Gospel to Jews primarily. And he writes to show that Jesus is the Messiah and King of the Jews. Last week, we looked at the genealogy of Jesus Christ in verses 1 to 17. And today we look at the birth of Jesus Christ, a story that is very familiar probably to all of us, because it's the Christmas story. Luke's gospel records the birth of Jesus from the standpoint of Mary. Matthew's gospel records the birth of Jesus from the standpoint of Joseph. Again, in verse 18, it says, Now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, She was found with child of the Holy Spirit. And the first thing I want you to notice in verse 18, that it says Mary was the mother of Jesus, but it does not say Joseph was the father of Jesus. And this is consistent throughout the scriptures. Jesus is the son of God. He's not the son of Joseph. And we're told in verse 18 that Joseph and Mary were betrothed at this point. Your translation might say pledged or engaged, or espoused there instead of betrothed. And let me tell you a little bit about uh, Jewish marriage customs. And you're thinking, oh, I wish you would, please. (laughs) You know, today in our culture, it's customary for a couple to get engaged and then have a marriage ceremony. So our, our custom is to have kind of two steps in the marriage, the engagement and then the marriage ceremony. In those days, the Jews had three steps. They had the arrangement of the marriage, the betrothal period, and then the marriage ceremony. Marriages were arranged by the parents, usually when the man and woman were were still children. The parents would arrange the marriage, and some cultures today still practice arranged marriages. I know some of you come from a culture that still have that, that practice. Arranged marriage is very appealing to me now that I have three children. I kind of like the idea. When the couple reached marrying age, which was in their teenage years, when they reached marrying age, they would enter into the betrothal period. At the betrothal There was a formal ceremony held at the home of the bride. A public announcement was made by the two families. Uh, A marital contract was entered into by the groom and the bride. A bride price was paid by the groom to the father of the bride. And the bride price was kind of like an insurance policy for the father of the bride in case the groom ever decided to divorce his daughter. During the betrothal, the man and woman were considered legally married. They were considered legally married, although they did not come together in physical intimacy during the betrothal. They did not live together during the betrothal. They were still considered legally married, husband and wife. And a legal divorce was required to end the marriage. We're told in verse 18 that Joseph and Mary were in this betrothal period. 
In verse 19, Joseph is referred to as Mary's husband. Verse 24, Mary is called his wife. So they they haven't come together physically. They're not living together, but legally they're considered husband and wife at at this point during the betrothal. The betrothal usually lasted anywhere from a few months to a year, but no more than a year. And during the betrothal, the husband would build an addition on his parents' house for he and his wife. And once they went through the marriage ceremony, the wife would leave her family and go live with her husband and his family. Now, for you note takers, you can jot down Genesis chapter 2, verse 24. Genesis 2, 24 says specifically to the man, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. It doesn't say that to the woman or the wife. Why not? Because when they got married, the woman left her father and mother and was joined to her husband in her husband's home with her husband's family. So the command is specifically to the man because he's still living with his father and mother, and so he needs to separate from his parents emotionally and be joined to his wife. So during the betrothal, you know, the man is hard at work preparing a place for his bride and himself to live and start their new life together, building addition on the house, you know, making three trips a day to Home Depot. You know how that goes when you're doing a project and you you forgot something, you got to go back to Home Depot. And he would complete that work in anywhere from a few months to a year. And let me just pause right here and say something to the single ladies, all the single ladies, right? Uh, And the single men that are in the house. Ladies, women in Jesus' day who were in a relationship with a man were clear on where the relationship was going They were clear on what the man's intentions were, and they were clear on the time frame. If you're in a dating relationship with a man, and you're not clear on where the relationship is going, if you're not clear on what his intentions are with you, if you're not clear if he intends to marry you or not, if you aren't clear about your future together, if you aren't clear on a, on a time frame for marriage, you know, you, you've been dating for a long time, but you don't know where it's going, or you've been engaged for a long time, but you're still not married, and there's no wedding date on the calendar, you need to move on. And men, single men, let me say to you, you need to be clear. You need to be clear about your intentions. Men in Jesus' day took responsibility for their family's future. They took steps to prepare for their future, to prepare for their marriage, and to provide a home for their wife and family in a very specific, limited time frame. And single men, that's what you should do as well. And, And once the husband finished the addition, get this, once he finished the addition, then he would go get his bride, and bring her to his house where they would have the marriage ceremony and they would live as husband and wife. And by the way, the husband would show up unannounced. 
to receive his bride. And so he, he could show up at any moment for his bride, even in the middle of the night. So during the betrothal, the wife had to always be ready for her bridegroom to come. Now, Jesus used this marriage imagery in his teachings. For example, John chapter 14, verses 2 and 3, Jesus said, listen, in my father's house are many mansions or many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. That's from a Jewish marriage. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. Jesus is our bridegroom. We're his bride. Right now, he's preparing a place for us in his father's house. And one day, he will come again for us and take us to his father's house, that where he is, there we may be also. Isn't that wonderful news? Maranatha, right? Come quickly, Lord Jesus. Also, in Matthew chapter 25, Jesus tells the parable of ten virgins who were waiting for the bridegroom to come. And they all fell asleep. And at midnight, the bridegroom showed up for his bride. And Jesus tells us the meaning of the parable is, Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. We don't know when Jesus is coming. We don't know when the bridegroom will come for his bride. And so we need to be watching and always ready for him to come. And so we see this imagery used several times in the New Testament, especially in the Gospels. Uh, Joseph and Mary, they're in this betrothal period, uh, this year-long period. Joseph was building the addition on his father's house for the two of them. And remember, Joseph is a carpenter, right? So I'm sure there's no builder grade anything in this house. It's all custom work that he's doing. And look at verse 18 again. It says, before they came together, meaning intimately or sexually, they kept their relationship pure before they were married. Before they came together, Mary was found with child of the Holy Spirit. Now, Luke's gospel tells us, the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and announced to her that she would give birth to a son named Jesus, even though she was a virgin. Uh, and if you're like me, you, you think Mary immediately went to tell Joseph the news. But Luke's gospel says Mary immediately went to visit her cousin, Elizabeth. She left town and she goes and she visits Elizabeth for three months. She didn't go tell Joseph. She left. She goes and stays with her cousin for three months. And notice the phrase here. She was found with child. 
She was found with child. Now, that word found, uh, it also means to discover. To discover or even to find out from others. Or to find out from someone else. Uh, A.T. Robertson in his Word Pictures of the New Testament, which is a great uh, resource for Bible study, he points out that this phrase indicates that Mary didn't tell Joseph the news about her pregnancy. Joseph found out that Mary was pregnant. He discovered she was pregnant. And the implication is likely from someone else. And not from Mary. You know, Joseph heard it from another. She's been messing around. His life is suddenly an REO Speedwagon song, right? And Joseph knows the child's not his. He doesn't, he doesn't, remember, Joseph doesn't have Matthew chapter 1. He finds out that his wife is pregnant. And it's not his child. And he doesn't believe Mary's story that an angel appeared to her and she's pregnant, but she's still a virgin. She's been faithful. He, he doesn't buy it. So look at verse 19, verse 19. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not wanting to make her a public example, was minded to put her away secretly. He, he, he doesn't buy the story. Remember, Joseph and Mary, they're considered legally married at this point. So a legal divorce was required to end the marriage. The text tells us that that Joseph was a just man. And that's an important detail. He was a just man. What, What does that mean that he was a just man? That means, listen, Joseph was careful to obey the law of Moses. Doesn't mean that he was a nice guy, which he was, but it means he was careful to obey the law of Moses. Well, what does the law of Moses tell us should happen? Well, if you're taking notes, Deuteronomy chapter 22, verse 23 says uh, that Mary should be publicly stoned to death for adultery. That's what the law says. And Joseph is a just man. He's careful about keeping the law. The law says Mary should be stoned to death. God feels very strongly against sexual immorality before marriage and infidelity in a marriage. And the law says Mary should be stoned to death for adultery. Joseph was a just man. He's careful to obey the law of God. That's what the law says he should do. But Joseph doesn't want to make her a public example. He doesn't want to put Mary to death. So Joseph now finds himself torn between obeying the command of God and his love for his wife, Mary. So what does Joseph do? Look at the text. Joseph decides... Instead of publicly stoning Mary for adultery, he will put her away secretly or put her away privately, divorce her privately. In that time, you could have a private divorce where you gave a letter of divorce to your wife in the presence of of two witnesses. and, And you didn't have to state a reason for the divorce. This is Deuteronomy 24. The husband could just say, I've found something unfavorable in her. And not really give a reason. Now, in a few months, when Mary's you know, pregnancy is showing, it will be obvious to everyone why Joseph ended the marriage. 
But but for right now, again, he doesn't have the rest of the story at this point. For right now, he wants to just divorce her secretly and not give a reason, even though he knows she's committed adultery, but he doesn't want to put her to death. So he's just going to divorce her secretly, quietly, and not give a reason for it. And listen, listen to me. Give me your attention. By handling it this way, Joseph makes himself the bad guy. Joseph makes himself the bad guy. Joseph makes himself the jerk who divorced sweet Mary for no apparent reason at all. Or so it seems at this point. Joseph, I want you to think about Joseph here and what he's doing. Joseph believed Mary had been unfaithful, that she was pregnant by another man. The law says Joseph has a right to a to make a public example of Mary and have her put to death. But Joseph chose to take the blame for the divorce and take the shame and take the hit to his reputation to shield Mary. After what she's done in his mind, again, he doesn't know the rest of the story. He's willing to shield her. Joseph was a good man. What does the Bible say? Love covers sin. Love covers sin instead of exposing sin. And here Joseph chooses to cover Mary's sin instead of exposing her sin publicly. And by the way, that's what our bridegroom, Jesus Christ, has done for us. He has covered our sin. Jesus took all of our sin upon himself On the cross, he took all of our guilt, all of our shame as our substitute in our place. Condemned, he stood. He's borne our griefs. He's carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. He was despised and rejected for us. To shield us. To cover us, to protect us. Now, verse 20 says, but while he thought about these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take to you, marry your wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. You know, Joseph is, is still thinking this thing over. It's churning in his mind. You know how that, like it's on, you just can't get it out of your mind, which I, we can't even imagine what this like. What this is like for Joseph in the situation he finds himself in. You know, when we go through difficulties and difficult situations where we aren't sure what to do, that's when we should pray. That's when we should seek the Lord for guidance. That's when we should search the scriptures. That's when we should wait upon the Lord to guide us. James 1 says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. We should seek wisdom From above, Proverbs 3 says, In all your ways acknowledge God and he will direct your steps. We have access to the throne of grace in our time of need. God makes himself available to us. The God of the universe who created you, who knows you better than you know yourself. He makes himself available to us to help us and guide us and lead us. Me, how I know, and I say, bring truer than the finest. 
Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. Pastor Dan has been teaching through the book of Matthew, verse by verse and chapter by chapter. As you listen through this series, we encourage you to read on your own as well. There's so much to gain from spending time with God in His Word. You'd be amazed at what can be revealed to you in a personal way. Did you hear something today that struck a chord with you and you'd like to hear it again? No problem. All of the messages you hear on Ring of Truth can be found on our website. Go to calvaryec.com and search for these teachings under the Media tab. While you're there, you'll likely find and explore other series or teachings that sound interesting. Are you growing through this study in Matthew? We sure hope so. Another resource you might find useful is our podcast. You can subscribe to the Ring of Truth podcast as another way to stay connected to the teaching of Scripture. We'll notify you each time we upload a new episode. You'll find a link to subscribe to our podcast on our website, calvaryec.com. You can also search for Ring of Truth in iTunes. If you're interested in learning more about the church that supports this radio ministry, our website has all the information you need about Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City. Come join us this weekend for worship and Bible study. Once again, that's calvaryec.com. Thanks for listening to Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.